today we're here with Michael Galway, President and CEO of Advanced Solutions Incorporated. Hi Michael, thank you for being with us. Hi Tyler, it's good to be here. Uh, I'll start out uh, just by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, uh, experience in entrepreneurship and business. Okay. Well, I'm an engineer by training. I uh, graduated from the University of Louisville with uh, an industrial, a master in engineering with specialization in industrial engineering. Uh, worked in industry for a few years. Uh, in 2000, at the age of 31, I bought my first technology company, a company called IDS Engineering. We still own that company today. We had uh, two employees initially. And 10 months after I bought that company, 9-11 uh, happened and the U.S. economy went into a recession and I found myself as a young entrepreneur going the next three years without a paycheck. Hmm. And so it was an early lesson in terms of, you know, fortunately during that time period we were at least running a break-even business. Mm -hmm. So our employees got paid on time, our vendors got paid on time, but it was an early lesson that as an entrepreneur, you're the last one to get paid. Right. Fortunately, we survived that time period, and in the last 18 years, we've done 10 acquisitions, six startups, uh, just recently sold uh, a couple companies that I acquired in 2004. And so, uh, you know, today we are a company that is focused on high-end technology, uh, bringing solutions to healthcare, manufacturing, workflow optimization in general, and uh, in education environment. Right. Well, being an engineer uh, like me, you don't always hear that engineers have the best uh, speaking ability, public speaking skills, uh, and yet it can be so important. Do you agree that public speaking, and how so, if you do agree, is it important in the engineering field? I would rank it as one of the top five skill sets for uh, not only engineers, but it's a broad range of professions that you know require uh, engineering in particular. To your question, engineering in particular requires uh, folks to be able to communicate ideas and do that in a way that you can get people to invest or change or um, adopt your ideas. Right. And so right at the heart of that is being able to effectively communicate. Totally agree. Um, so engineering hat, and you've also got your business hat or business side, uh, would you agree that it's equally important of a skill in business? Absolutely. You know, I think back in our uh, 18 years of my entrepreneurial career and all the um, all the critical points that involved either a downturn in the company or a high growth uh, there were different levels of communication that were required not only with our internal team but with our customers and so uh, with all aspects of the business, effective, communi effective communication is a critical skill set and that holds true with our engineers, certainly our sales reps, uh, but even internal support with our accounting and marketing and 
HR and legal teams as well. Right. Uh, in fact, an article in Forbes recently uh, ranked public speaking one of the highest uh, skills needed in business and talked about how in past it's been referred to as a soft skill, uh, but anymore it's a hard skill. You, you need that skill. Uh, how would you say that your public speaking skills, or would you say that they have contributed and led to improvement in your communication skills in general? Well, I, I would certainly say the you know, time and, an ex and experience have greatly contributed. Uh, unfortunately, uh, when I was going through uh, college, I did not have any formal public speaking. And in hindsight, I wish I would have taken at least one public speaking class. Now, there were a number of classes or courses that required uh, team projects and team presentations, and so right. you had opportunities to get exposed to public speaking in that way. But um, it, it certainly experience has been, uh, and from a personal, you know, personal perspective, it has been the uh, the best approach for me in my career in, in, in terms of gaining um, skill sets and, and becoming, uh, you know, a I find that it's a continuous improvement process. Right. And, you know, whenever I think I've uh, reached a, a good plateau, I see somebody else communicate that just blows me away, and it it uh, you know, it, it motivates me to say, okay, let's get this. You know, there's more that I can do to improve. Right. Even things such as um, even interviewing someone for a hiring process, would you say it contributes to um, maybe being able to better communicate yourself in that situation, but also to sort of um, recognize in others what might make a good. Um, team member based on their communication skills. Well, it's really a great example. I mean, think about that situation. You're bringing in a candidate to become part of your team. Right. And so there is certainly a powerful communication moment in terms of the company being able to articulate what does the company do? What, what role would this person serve on the team? Right. Uh, what is the opportunity ahead? Mm -hmm. But in that situation, it's also very mutual in that the candidate has an opportunity to showcase their communication skills. Right. Why are they a qualified candidate for this role? Why would they be a great team member in uh, in our organization? And so, you know, that that's a great example actually of where effective communication skills can. Uh, you know, in, in a job interview can be um, incredibly effective or it can be very detrimental if it's not done properly. Right. Well, so another thing that the Forbes article goes into is how crucial communication skills can be to the success of a product, not just a business. Uh, have you found this to be true in your businesses? Absolutely. So advanced solutions is uh, an innovation company. So we are innovating new products, new services for our customers. 
And the innovation process, the invention process, is uh, challenging in and of itself because you're venturing, invention by its very nature is you're, you're doing something new. Right. And so there's a lot of risk with that, uh, both financially, both time constraints. And, and so it's incredibly important that teams that are involved in innovation have effective communication skills. And that can be at every level from being very candid and very honest about what the situation is, uh, communicating actual results and development, um, timelines in terms of being able to take inventions from design through implementation and, and commercialization. So there's a number of aspects that communication is very critical and certainly in my experience at, at Advanced Solutions, um, effective communication allows our invention process to not only go, uh, not, not only to be more efficient, but uh, it allows us to deliver a higher work product. Right. Well, so we've established that public speaking skills are important and that leads to better communication skills in general. Uh, so really to illustrate the power of public speaking, could you go into a specific example of a product that your company has produced that uh, is powerful, it's profound? Well, so one of those products is uh, a project that is now in its ninth year. It's a, a product called BioAssembly Bot. BioAssemblyBot is the world's first 3D human tissue printer that uses a six-axis robot. And so with the six-axis robot that moves like a human arm, we not only have the ability to 3D print in traditional additive, that is layer by layer way, we also can print on contours. And when you're talking about the challenge of 3D printing human tissues, there's a lot of geometry and geometric shapes and a lot of complexity in, in bringing cells into certain parts of tissue structures. And so what we've uh, found is that platform, uh, in a lot of ways, we're teaching the robot to 3D print human tissue. And we're using the power and the innovation of a six-axis robot to not only 3D print, but to control all the processing steps that are required to build the right. tissue. So what is um, an example of a, a product or I guess maybe a process that this machine is used to accomplish? Well, right now we are focused on offering the technology platform to customers that are involved in research and uh, pharmaceutical uh, industry. And so they, uh, the, the platform has a very valuable uh, role. It's a tool that allows those folks to fail faster. Right. And in their industry, research or discovering a new drug, it is a lot about trial and error. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a tool that allows you to fail faster, that, um, that is a, a value add for both of those specific industries. But we are long-term looking at how do we translate the platform into 
3D printing replacement tissues for human beings. So our long-term goal is to ultimately develop the platform so that you would find it in every major hospital and, right. and it would actually provide more curative solutions for patients as opposed to symptomatic solutions. So symptomatic is very common in how, we've, how medical practice is done today. If I've got a pain, I go into a doctor, the doctor evaluates that pain and they mm. treat the symptom. Sometimes our bodies just need new parts. <laughs> and, and so the bioassembly bot, we have a, a vision that it will eventually be able to print new parts and provide a curative solution as opposed to just treating the symptom. The great news about that is we're living in a time that biology and uh, some of the technology that we're using have evolved to a point that we can actually harvest all the raw material we need from the patient. So we actually use the patient's own cells to manufacture a brand new part. Wow. So the long-term goal is to have longer-term goals, <laughs> to enable to have long, long-term goals, longer life, I guess. That is one of the desired <laughs> outcomes. I mean, I've told my team, I want to live to be 800 years right. old. Right, talk about a long-term goal. Yeah, I, I, at <laughs> least. So uh, we have a lot of work to do, but you know, it's so exciting for me. Uh, it's, it's one of the things, you know, I, I, now I'm 50 years old, and you know, I, I think back at my life and my career, and I'm so humbled by this time that we live in. You know, it is arguably the best time in human history. I get some pushback sometimes. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. Michael, have you turned on the news lately? I mean, there's some a lot of bad stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't doubt that. We we certainly have our problems as a world. But I look at it compared to other times in history. You go back a couple hundred years ago, and you know, life was a lot different. It was a lot tougher. You know, when I when I get hungry, I have the opportunity to go eat. Right. When I get sick, I have the opportunity to go gain access to some of the best medical treatments in the world. You know, I have the opportunity to live in sheltered facilities that keep me cool in the summer and warm in the winter. Mm -hmm. And I don't spend my day hunting for the calories that I need. I get to spend my day collaborating and working and inventing with really smart people right. like yourself. Okay. Uh, and, and so, you know, when you put it in that perspective, um, that's not an entitlement, it is a gift. And it's one of the things as an entrepreneur that's dro driven me to say, let's, let's try to use the fact that we're living in the greatest time in human history. And, and by the way, we're also lucky to live in one of the best parts in the world. There's a lot of great spots in the world, right. but there's also some very bad For spots sure. in the world. And so those two things combined with life is too short, time is our most precious commodity. And, and so at Advanced Solutions, we really try to bring those three things together in a way, um, living in the greatest time in human history, one of the best spots in the world and the fact that life is too short, time is a precious commodity. Let's use our gift to do something profound and positive. And uh, 
leave the world. It's a little cliche, but it, it truly is. You know, we, we have an opportunity to leverage technology today, put that together in ways that solve problems that have been problems for all of humanity. Right. And if we're successful at doing those things, we will truly leave the world a little better than when we came into it. And hopefully it's 800 to 1,000 years from now. <laughs> yeah, sounds exhausting too though, <laughs> live that long. <laughs> well, it would have to be a high quality of life. That's right, Right. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. uh, it's one thing to radically change human life uh, in, in the length of human life. Right. But it's gotta be at a high quality too, which is really at the heart of the curative piece of this. You know, we're, and, and again, the technology has evolved to a point that we're able to put, put the pieces together in a way that we can solve really tough problems. All right, well, I appreciate that perspective. That's a, a good way to think about day-to-day uh, -day life. I think you get bogged down in the day-to-day -day and you forget the big picture sometimes. So I appreciate that. Uh, and what could be more powerful of a result uh, than that. It may be hard for some to connect the dots between public speaking, maybe they're uh, in a public speaking course now in college, like you said, you wish you were able to take. Uh, how do you get from there to biofabrication? Me personally? Well, uh, just in- or, or the student in- Well, maybe both. I mean, your story could, you know, inspire and it'd be similar. Not obviously everyone is, not everyone's going to end up creating a bioassembly bot, but in their own way, they will create uh, maybe the next bioassembly bot or the next big thing. Uh, how can they leverage their communication skills and the communication skills of a team to accomplish something like that? So I, I, I would say, you know, in my experience, what, what I've come to appreciate is when I was in college, I didn't necessarily understand this at the time, but I've grown to appreciate that one of the big benefits of the educational track that I took was to teach me to think. Right. And, you know, the engineering track, there's, there's a lot of math, you know, there's calculus. I can count on one hand how many derivatives I've done as an engineer in my professional career. But the real point in that is that taking the, the number of calculus courses that I did, th that exercised my thinking in a way to solve problems. Mm -hmm. And it conditioned me. And I, I think that holds true with any class you, you take. And so you know, you can look at that with calculus, but certainly just as powerful is pu public speaking. That's a skill set that may not be apparent how you're going to use it in your career or on a day to day basis, but it is a valuable skill set and one that will chart a trajectory for you in terms of, you know, um, ultimately your career path. And I I'm a big fan of of passion. I'm also a believer that passion finds you. You don't find your passion. You have to you have to be attentive and 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 look out for the things that are your passion. But once you find them, what a great gift to live your life in a way that you're pursuing your passions.
And at the heart of that is your ability to communicate. And I, you know, I can think of many examples um, from the boardroom to interacting with the customer to interacting with your teammates where effective communication skills derive an outcome that can either be very positive for you or it can be negative. Right. And I think that's the other thing I would say is, uh, in my, at least in my life, I, I've come to appreciate that and to embrace failure. There's a lot of failure that happens, and especially in public speaking. You know, That is a skill set that is, uh, some people have a natural gift. And it's just like some people have, have a natural gift to shoot a free throw. <laughs> right. Uh, but it is, uh, it's also a skill set that you can work on and you can improve. And you may not be the best free throw shooter, may not be the best public speaker in human history, but you can develop that skill set at a level that allows you to accomplish and fulfill your passion. And that just takes practice and work. And it also is a recognition that sometimes you're gonna fail. And failures are the best lesson, lessons mm -hmm. to help motivate you to, to work on your craft, work on your skill set, and, and, and do better the next time. Right. We have uh, many educators that listen to this channel and podcast, and I'm sure they'll appreciate you saying that. And I hope this uh, story of yours uh, really just serves as motivation to them to say what you're teaching matters and it is important. Um, in recent episodes, and actually in some coming up, we're talking with uh, educators about the importance of making sure public speaking education uh, is included in curriculum and early as possible. And I feel like you would probably agree with that. I totally support that. And, you know, ed educators, again, as I've gotten older, I've, I've come to appreciate the extreme value that educators in our society have and the incredible role they play. When I was, I can look back even in elementary school and high school, college, there were certain teachers that had a profound impact on me, that took the time to teach me in a way that excited me and ultimately helped me explore possibilities that allowed the passion to find me right. uh, of what my personal passions are. And it, I just, you can't underscore enough the, the value that our teachers and our educators play in, in our society. And it, it, it's across a multiple, it's across multiple spectrums from certainly the education environment, but I think coaches and sports and parents and mm -hmm. we all at some point have opportunities to impart knowledge or to take time and invest in helping somebody improve mm -hmm. and maybe see things a little differently and you know I'm I'm so grateful for the educators that have I've come across in, in my in my life and it certainly has been a profound impact on the outcome that I'm realizing today at 50. Right. Well, as always, it's been really nice speaking with you. Uh, before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you if there's any 
parting advice or anything at all you'd like to share with the audience? I, I would reiterate that you know, uh, time is our most precious commodity in in a world that where there are more options than we've had in human history, where there are uh, more devices that call on our attention, uh, taking time to invest in yourself, in your education, in your skill sets is something that nobody can take away. And it's important to make it a priority. And so when you have an opportunity to take a formal public speaking course, do it. Uh, when you have an opportunity to invest in yourself, to improve yourself, do it. When you have an opportunity to um, explore outside your comfort zone and you never know where a passion may be right around the corner that was you know, hidden and, and just because you took a chance and you got out of your comfort zone, you were able to find that passion. Right. And, or that passion found you, and, mm -hmm. but you have to look. So uh, that would be my advice. Time is just too short, and we are very lucky human beings. And so I, it is not an entitlement, it's a gift. And you know, I think if we all have a, an opportunity to embody something like that, just think about the power of that across the planet. Mm -hmm. Seven billion people on the planet if we had the ability to channel all that, that, that thought into all those people. Okay. Think about the power and the efficiency of what we could accomplish. So how can people learn more about the BioAssembly Bot and more of what you're all doing in that space? Sure, so we're, you can reach us at bioassemblybot.com and go to the web. We are also at lifesciences.solutions. Life and uh, you know the the website gives uh, a lot of great examples of the technology platform, some videos. There's an opportunity actually to just join the community. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, uh, periodically once a month or so we just broadcast some of the latest innovations that we're doing. And you don't even have to be a customer if you're just interested in in right. tracking and following how this technology is is developing and, and eventually helping uh, helping human patients. You know, um, in fact, we have a uh, our very first animal uh, study that's being conducted by one of our customers that's coming up, and the robot is actually going to 3D print skin on this animal. And so, stories like that we will broadcast to our community. And it's a great great way just to stay in touch with. Uh, the progress and the path that we're on. For sure, I don't know who would not be interested in that. So I appreciate your time again and we'll have to have you back on. Great, thank you. Thanks.